In the name of, in the, name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Being Latino, Hispanic, and gay is an everyday challenge for me and many others like me because we are always having to explain ourselves, our identities, who we are. To some, we need to explain our Latino culture Nuestra mulatez, our tradition, the diversity, the accents among us, even explaining accents. To others, we need to be explaining why I'm a gay priest. How it is possible to be Christian, also part of the LGBTQ community. In my own experience, explaining why there is no contradiction between being gay and Christian plus being a priest, it is difficult to understand for so many people. The fact that I and others in my position are always having to repeat ourselves and explain ourselves to the same people who either misunderstood or are attempt to feed us in a mode, it could be stressful. But while it can be tiresome and challenging to explain ourselves to those who do not share our, our, our view, how as a Latino I we relate to God, how we see God, and we interact with the divine. We hope that in the long term, the minds of those to whom we explain ourselves will be open to the us as this understanding as a sort of light. Being gay and a priest, this experience become a testament for many when they hear that this is possible. As we keep explaining ourselves to begin to get, we start to get questions like, who are you? Kind of the same question we can start having. Also, when our identities frequently stand in the way of the message, for, for many people, it is difficult to hear the message because it is seeing the figure first, who is the person that is delivering the message. This also happens with women in ministry. Women in ministry, in so many cases, need to be explaining herself about her role in the church, her role in ministry, and how also they can also be a, 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 a sort of life that give message to the people. In today's gospel, we cannot see John the Baptist in these, in these shoes of trying to talk who is he in, in the midst of trying to say a message. 
there is a message to deliver, but he is trying to first make them understand who he was. John the Baptist appears as a witness in the Pentecost on this third Sunday of Advent Gospel reading. John the Baptist was a wanderer. It's also worth noting that the author of John's Gospel had John to refer to the youth as a matter to denoting the denominant religious class. In this sense, it is important to note that we aren't talking about the you people as a whole, but rather to certain class within the Jewish community. Since the Jewish religious authority, the status quo, are what the St. John is alluding to in this reading, we might interpret the interaction between John the Baptist and the Jews as a presentation of God's purpose to the people. The, the Baptist answered with a prophetic reply to the question, who are you? John the Baptist, he was neither the Messiah nor the prophets. John the Baptist is just a voice announcing about the arrival of the Messiah, trying to tell them about this light. In this respect, seeing it from this point of view, we can see him as a kind of prophet. But not in the same manner that Elijah was. He's no longer a prophet who shot the talk about judgment to the world, but rather a prophet who brings the revelation of God to mankind, who is also here in our midst as it was when he was talking about it. John the Baptist witnessed something that it was already a reality. This was an unusual type of prophecy, something different he was expressing. This is a prophetic shape that also we can see in today's contemporary church. There are people bringing today kind of message that it could look a kind of different of we are used to, but it is a message that God also wants to bring among us. Like in today's days, sometimes a person who is different from me maybe provides a unusual message and because it fails to link in my own thinking as well as my own identity, sometimes I'm afraid to accept it. We can see what's going on with this. And as the time of John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit 
is at work, and he was at work among them. The church must continue to bear testimony to God's continual presence in our midst. When the world asks, who are you? The church must say, among you is one who you do not know, which is expressed in many different ways. As a good witness, John do not represent his, himself as the last point, but rather a point to the one he was presenting, and is Jesus himself. God made flesh, who get into our stories and shape our stories, shape our understanding. The Bible calls repentance as a new bird. But some theologians call repentance a change of mind. In Greek, we can, we can see how they take the word metanoia, which will means changing one's mentality. Biblical repentance involves mental change. But what do we need to change? Each of us know what is that. If not, God is going to tell us along the way. But also, when we talk about what I need to change, I can see that maybe I need to see how I see the ability of live in God inclusiveness and how to live with, with everything that God entails as a whole. Or maybe the way or the judgment do we see for others. Or maybe our personal interpretation of what that means for ourselves and others. We all, into this point, have been experienced that. If we look back 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or maybe a year ago, we can see that maybe we don't think as we think in the last, in the last years and that we've been growing the Holy Spirit is being working, and that shift of mind is start happening as we grow in, with God. The Bible might not use the exact phrase, repent of our sins, but the idea of turning from something is biblical. In the Old Testament, about the Old, Old Testament, Constantly, God was talking to the unbelieving people of Israel, and he was excited to go back. That, turn, that turning requests Israel to change their minds about their neighbors, the people that were surrounding them, who were there, and the relationship with God among those peoples around them. 
Turning from our sin is not a condition of salvation, but is turning to God, but it is certainly needed and required in order to go back to God. And when someone turns to God and receives the gift of God, which is the eternal life to Jesus Christ, the change of minds start to occur. Something that I learned in our own history was like how years ago, the cathedral became a, a safe space for LGBTQ communities, and how despite the different churches around, it wasn't seen so well, the community, we became that light and that prophetic voice for those. And God was talking and still talking for the minorities community, like also are part of the promise that God is telling us. And here is the point when we need to leave the Holy Spirit uh, the work. It is in how also we understand the message and the person. A lot of times we put the, 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 the person first instead of hearing the message. Let's hear the message and God will take care of the person and will make us understand along the way. But there's a message. John the Baptist was saying a message. At the end, they understood the message. Despite all this um, trying or explanation to let them to let to to let them know about himself and the message that God put in His hand, God is still speaking among us and with us, talking also about what's the future of our community, how that looks like. And that light that keeps shining and open doors for those that need to hear the message of hope, light, and salvation, and love. Amen.